and welcome to the first episode of Two Nerdy Guys, the podcast that talks about all things nerdy. I'm Ryan Lascoti. I'm Brian Escobar. And we are the Two, Two Nerdy, nerdy guys. guys. All right, so Brian, I was thinking of a topic for the first episode of the podcast, and uh, what came to mind was Star Wars, mostly because I think it's a pretty big news story that people are aware of. Star Wars has just been released on Blu-ray, and... Uh, it's a cause some controversy amongst the, the Star Wars fans, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty surprising, and what what the the news is about it, like what changed and what hasn't changed. Well, um, I actually have the review from IGN right here with me, and uh, here's some of the things they said. Uh, let me see what it says here. It says all of these changes have been incorporated into the new Blu-ray release with even more tweaks, not just to the originals but to the prequels as well. The puppet Yoda in Phantom Menace has been replaced with a far less creepy-looking CGI version. Um, other noteworthy changes, Ewoks now blink. Obi-Wan's call to scare off the sand people has been replaced with the more alien sound. <laughs> and most notoriously of all, Darth Vader now shouts, No! Just before he stops the Emperor from torturing Luke to death in Jedi. He says, This is probably the most disturbing of all, because like Greedo shooting first, it doesn't just alter the look or sound of the film, but fundamentally modifies a big character moment into something less poignant, less subtle, and ultimately uh, less effective. Oh, think about that. No, it, that's just, that's just horrible. Like, why why would you do that? See, like that that doesn't bug like the uh, the Ewoks, the puppet Yoda. That doesn't bug me. I think it's the whole like Vader shouting no, you know, like the no. I'm just like why why add that in? You know, like it. Such a first of all, it's, it's like a classic scene. It's like. Like, if you remember Jedi, if anything, it's it's that scene, you know, where Luke's being tortured by the Emperor, and and he li- and then Vader literally just to- picks him up, tosses him over, you know? It, 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 in some way, it's very subtle and compelling. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's due to the fact, like, there's no words in it? I don't know, because I don't know what you think about it, but that, that's my opinion, I guess. Well, I know you were saying this the other day, um... You were saying that like all the all these changes that were being made, you feel like George Lucas was, was raping your childhood pretty much, right? Yes. And if people don't know the the whole reference of rape my childhood, there's there's a South Park episode where um, I'm not sure if you've seen it, Ryan. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen that episode. I don't really yeah. care for South Park much anymore. Yeah. But well, that that's a perfect, but that's actually a funny episode. Yeah, and that's a perfect like illustration to how I feel what he's doing to this 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 franchise. You know, like. What? Why? Why? You know, it, it, it's just like why? You know, that's that's what I grew up with. That's I connected with Star Wars more than anything, right next to like Batman. But why? It, it's a shocker. It's like finding out someone has just died or something like ridiculous like that. But, uh, I think what you were gonna say was like before I said the thing about South Park was uh in this particular episode uh there's a reoccurring joke about Indiana Jones constantly being raped by Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, and that's pretty much how you feel about Star Wars, right? Oh, pretty, okay. yeah, like, they just took Darth Vader, bent him over, and just gave him a good, you know what, but anyways. Well, well what do you think about this? At the beginning of the IGN review, uh, towards the first page of it, it says here, it starts off, uh, uh, let's face it, there will never be a definitive version of the Star Wars saga in any form. Fans may be irked at the changes George Lucas has been making to the films recently, but the truth is he's been tinkering with them since they were first released in theaters. He's never stopped, and it looks and it now looks like he never will. Say what you will about the man, you've got to admire the confidence he has in his vision. 
even if that vision doesn't go along with what the fans want and arguably diminishes the quality of the films in the end. Mm -hmm. When you develop an emotional attachment to something the way many of us have to Star Wars, you develop a sense of ownership about it, but Star Wars has always and will always belong to George Lucas. Take it or leave it. I I understand because I think uh, I I had the original like VHS three pack thing, which is New Hope, Emperor, uh, Empire, and uh, Jedi. Mm -hmm. um, but then I guess uh, towards I'm gonna say like uh, mid '90s, late '90s, uh, he came up with another box set. It was like a gold version where it's like. Well, we're going to have these VHSs, but they're going to add new new scenes. Which I didn't mind, you know? I'm like, you know, it wasn't too much where, like, uh, you know, this is like a few things. You mm -hmm. see Jabba and Mean Khan at the the hangar right yeah. before Luke and, and uh, Obi-Wan come. Uh, what's another scene? I can't remember the other scenes. But, yeah, that, that one stood out. But I, I it, it was subtle, you know? It was fine. It wasn't a big deal. And they didn't alter, like, words or you know, made characters different, but uh, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't overlook this though. You know, it's, it's, it's huge in a way. Um, well, you actually brought up an idea I was going to talk about, which was like how Lucas is constantly remastering and re-adding scenes in how, how he's recently, how he's like always been re-releasing, you know, Star Wars in, in some way, shape or form. Like, um, like, um, I don't know about you, but, like, um, like you were saying, like, you, you had, you had the original set when it first came out on VHS. I had that set, too, and I didn't really watch Star Wars a whole lot when I was a kid, but I, I remembered enough about the films so that when I got him on, uh, on DVD, which the first time it came out on DVD was, was 2004, that was in that, uh, the gold box set, right? Yeah. It, um, like, I was, I remember watching four, and... And noticing all these like changes, like uh, there's this, and like, and it was odd, it was evident that these weren't in the original films. Like there's that one scene in the desert where they're looking for C3PO and R2D2, and it, it cuts to like a scene of like this guy riding this uh, alien creature horse thing. And oh totally yeah, yeah, CGI. yeah, yeah, yeah! I totally remember that scene. Yeah, that was in uh, New Hope, I believe. And uh, and there was another scene, scene that that you brought up uh, the other day, actually. It was uh, the end of episode six, where they don't have the old man. It's Hayden Christensen now. Yeah. In the last scene in, in Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah, and the thing is, I'm like, this This is actually, I don't want to say, maybe a flaw or just a... Because if you think about it, like, he's technically... Okay, you die... Okay, the way you die and look, you're going to look like that in the, the afterlife, I guess, according to the Jedis or whatever. Because, you know, Obi-Wan dies, he's old. Which is... So why, why is Anakin still look young when he clearly is still alive? You know, it, it doesn't make sense to me. He's still alive, you know, in a suit. That's it. But when he comes out, oh, he's Anakin. I'm like, didn't he not age? You know, because if Obi Wan aged, why didn't he age? Uh -huh. But then someone could make the argument, oh, he's half robot or something like. But I still think he would. I think he would age in the face a little bit, but. That's just me. Like, overall, my kind of stance on this whole thing is that, is that IGN is right. George Lucas can do what he wants. But the fact is, you should have the original versions that came out in the 70s and 80s out there for people to purchase. If people want to purchase these, you know, remastered, uh, retinkered with versions, 
he should have those versions available too. But people want the original versions, and I think that people need to. I think that you know it would be smart for Lucas to leave it out there instead of you know making these changes and then having mm-hmm. because uh, because I'm kind of going off topic here, but like you know this Blu-ray, a lot of fans aren't happy with it because of because of these changes. Just like I think when the DVDs first came out, they weren't happy with the fact that it wasn't the original versions that they saw on VHS. However, Lucas, like two, three, four years later, re-released Star Wars on DVD, and he had it to where the original trilogy had... It was like I think it was like a six disc set or something like that. It was one disc. What was the two thousand? Yeah, I actually have it. Edition. I own it. Yeah, and, and and the second disc was the original versions, and I think if you know if they wanted if you know that I don't have a problem with if they if a director wants to do something like that I think that is I, I think that's great. I think it's cool. Um, I think Peter Jackson had it right when he did um the Lord of the Rings. You know when the when the Lord of the Rings first came out. The first DVDs that were out were the original theatrical versions, but then they came out with the two disc extended, extended editions. And then I remember there was a set that came out later on where you could, where it had both the theatrical and the extended editions. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think if you're going to release a film, that's that is the way to go about it. Do it to where the, where the fans can have the version they saw in theaters, or and you know have it to where you have that version and you have the and you have a version that that the director or the film studios are happy with yeah i think that's the way to go about it yeah about that no i i agree like i'm like i understand it's it's george lucas's property he can do whatever he wants to it but you know why why do this now you know why do this now you know, if he is going to... You know, why edit out something... And also, why edit out something that's perfect? You know, there was no flaw... I, I don't know. This is what I personally... I don't think there was any flaws in the original three sequel. You know, the trilogy. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know... But, yeah, there was, like, a lot of flaws in the newer ones. Like, you know, uh, Phantom Menace, Attack of Clones, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Right. Why, why don't change change those ones? Those, those were horrible. Why? Why not edit out Jar Jar Beings? Why not edit out? Uh, I don't know the this those weird uh, mosquito-looking creatures and clones, or make Attigan look cooler in Revenge uh, of the Sith. I I just think it's like there's no there's there's no reason. There's I, if there is, I want him to explain why he re-released this one and. I, well, I think he's gonna do the same thing like he, he did with the DVDs. He's gonna have he's gonna have a one Blu-ray set out, this one that fans aren't gonna be happy with, and then you know two, three, four years later, there's gonna be a brand new Blu-ray set, the original theatrical versions or I, something like that. I when, think that's what he's probably gonna yeah, do. Yeah, I I hear fans were were okay with Blu-ray. I you know even for me who I I kind of been on the Blu-ray train. Well, well, that was another topic I was gonna bring up was um. I don't have a Blu-ray player. You don't have one either. But uh, if you had a Blu-ray player, would you have bought in the set? Honestly, yeah. I I would have bought this set, and uh, I think it's uh, Lord of the Rings and Blu-ray. I would have bought those two for sure. But um, I bet it looks great on Blu-ray. Yeah, it got a pretty good review on IGN.com. Yeah. And if it probably wasn't for the the changes here and there, I I I would have bought it. I would have bought a, a, a Blu-ray player. 
And honestly, I'm actually kind of, I've been researching how to do a, looking for a Blade Way player, because uh, they kind of interest my, my uh, peak a little bit. But, uh, yeah, back back to some of the other changes I also noticed. Um, I was actually watching Return of the Jedi the other night, and there's this scene where, you know, uh, it's the, it's the, when, uh, the opening scene when they're in, uh, uh, Jabba's palace, uh-huh. um, uh, I think, uh, 3PO and, uh, R2 just, just got there, and, um, you know that scene where the dancing chicks yeah. there, the two, well, there's like, a uh, 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 I guess they put this, uh, chick singing or whatever, it was this weird little looking alien with, it's like, big lips and that's about it, little eyes, um. They they told edit that in and didn't go with the atmosphere like the from the original you know when uh-huh. it's like uh here's a good example of like out of the place you know how there's puppet Yoda in Phantom Menace yeah and how it looks really weird like CG everything CGI around uh-huh. him okay that in Return of the Jedi that looks so bad like it just it looked like it was just like oh we're just gonna clip this here here there hopefully it flows but uh-huh. it really didn't it didn't go all with the the I don't know how you want to say this. I don't want to say the camera work, but, like... It didn't fit, uh, like, within yeah. the context of the scene, or... It, it, what you're kind of well, saying? not really context of the scene. I get it. There's a party going on, but it's, like... It's, like, I'm wearing a very bright color in between all these people that are wearing, like, uh, other colors. You know what I'm saying? I think I might know a good analogy. Was it kind of like the dancing scene in Spider-Man 3? Exactly! That, that doesn't make sense at all, and it's just totally ridiculous. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how else I can describe it. Like a guy wearing a yellow shirt in, in the middle of a crowd of like Mormons who are wearing all white and black ties. I I don't know. I guess I should explain it, but it was just really weird. And you're just like, why? And I'm like, I'm like, come on. When I was a kid growing up, I was like, the only thing you remember, you hear some music, a girl falls into a pit and gets in by a monster. That's it. Boom. That that was it for me. I'm like, okay. Um. The other thing was, I think they changed was, uh, not in the Blu-ray, but uh, the, the box that I own now, uh, that pit monster. You know where uh, uh, Jabba takes Han, Chewie, Luke? Oh, yeah. To... The Sarlacc? There you go. Yeah. You never saw. It was just like teeth. I think I don't think you officially ever saw what this creature was. And now they had it all this like a mouth and tentacles. And I'm just like why come on i'm like it looks so cheesy i like the idea of this thing but i don't know i i think star wars has dropped down a lot of my book but i don't know i don't know what you think i i just i just don't like it right now like i still like the movie i just can't stand the changes it's not the same thing as i grew up as a kid i think it would be fun to talk about like how'd you first find out about star wars because uh for me like i was saying i had the original VHS tapes on uh, back in the 90s, but never really watched Star Wars a whole lot, mostly because I felt the films were a little too long for me. Like, I'd watch them on occasion, but um, yeah, it was funny because uh, when I was really young, my brother, he accidentally uh, he accidentally messed up the tape for Empire Strikes Back, oh. so for years, I didn't have a copy of Empire Strikes Back. It was just Episode 4 and Episode 6, so we didn't have... <laughs> so we, I actually didn't... But uh, I actually didn't see Episode... Uh, five until like high school again or something like that which actually high school is when i first like kind of like got into star wars and that was mostly because you know i was in band in high school and everyone in band loved star wars 
all the way up to band director. You know, our band director is a huge was a huge Star Wars fan, and everyone around us, you know, was like really into Star Wars, and we watched the movies fairly often in class. And mm-hmm. that was kind of like when I first started getting into Star Wars, even though I had seen you know those, even though I had the tapes on as a kid. I mean, what about you? How did you like first get into the Actually, uh, my uncle, you know, obviously his age, he was he was around when the original came out, and so he bought the uh, the the pack on I guess on VHS, and then he's like, hey, here here you go, I'll, I'll give you a movie, you know, it was just kind of like a gift, I guess, like a hand me down kind of gift, but it was a cool gift because it was Star Wars, but uh, yeah, I I started watching it. You know, I didn't really understand it when I was a kid. All I knew was like stuff blowing up, and you know, I kept watching it. And throughout the years, I I had friends who 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 knew what Star Wars was, but wasn't as like a huge huge like fan of it. But I was the only one who was like totally obsessed with it because I was wearing Star Wars shirts. I had like uh, toys. I had the movie soundtracks. I I had everything, you know, but. Um, uh, my friends never we didn't go to well I went to them but my friends didn't go to like the newer versions of Star Wars you know episode 1, 2, and 3 right uh, actually they did go to 3 but that was because oh it's the last Star Wars movie right. for a while I pretty much did the same thing yeah and not knowing that you know years later the series would be re-released in glorious 3D uh, I can't wait for that but uh, I, I might have seen New Hope in 3D but anyways back so we were pretty stoked and I think we went to the midnight showing of that, me and a bunch of friends. And so yeah, it was uh, it was real it was you know, that was my experience with Star Wars. My uncle was big into it. You so. basically fell in love with it when you were a kid, right? Yeah. He he got the film series as a kid. Yeah, and he also got me into Star Trek, but that's a different story. But um yeah, it was um you know, Vader always scared me as a kid, you know, and I thought Luke was really cool and always wanted to ride, like, an X-Wing or something like that. But, yeah. uh, you know, you, you grew up with it, and you... I think every kid we know probably probably wanted a lightsaber or wished, or, yeah. or wished they had the powers of a Jedi, huh? I don't know how many times I failed at Halloween because I always wanted to be a Jedi for Halloween, but either neither could afford or had a clue how, how to dress up as a Jedi, mm-hmm. I never did. Um, one year, someone actually let me borrow their Darth Vader outfit. But it was, it was like, but it wasn't like the, it wasn't like a, uh, a plastic thing. It was like, like in his chest piece. and oh, okay. the, It was like, um, just a, uh, I guess a, not a t-shirt, but, um, it's kind of like those kids costumes. Uh, like a where, sweater or something? Yeah, like, it's like that material that you put under to like, when you were like a football or something. Okay, and, I know what you and mean. And it had like the buttons on there of his thing and it had the helmet. I had a lightsaber. That wasn't that cool, but anyways, it was it was still cool. To I just actually got, um, a couple years ago, I was actually a Jedi for, for Halloween. I went to the Halloween store and bought like a really cheap costume they had there. I think now, you know, if I wanted to do it as a Halloween, I wouldn't do something like that. I would try to find someone to make, like, a really cool-looking Jedi robe instead of just buying something at the Halloween club yeah. or something. Well, like now there's, like, all... Costumes. Yeah, there's, all, like, all these different versions. You can dress up as a Jedi. You can do, like, um, like Obi-Wan style. You can do, like, Luke... Uh, you know, how Luke is in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Or you can do um, Anakin's attire. You know, there's all different ways you can do it now, you know? So... 
but yeah, I I was really, but I was like again, and then I picked up. I didn't. I remember I literally got it for Christmas one year, which is the uh, Star Wars uh, trilogy, like the original trilogy, and it's like uh, you get three. Uh, there was four four uh, boxes of DVDs inside this pack, uh-huh. which is New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return, and Jedi, and each of them had. You know, another disc to go with it was like special features. Yeah, and then there was I, think a, I had that set too. Yeah, and then there was the last. There was another disc thing was with uh, uh, special features on. Remember exact? I think it was like the new version because I think uh, I forgot what I think I forgot what the special feature was about. But yeah, I have that one too. But I was totally stoked. And then uh, I remember seeing. Uh, I don't know where you were, but. Excuse me. I think I was in junior high or high school when Phantom Menace came out. Oh, it's probably like fifth grade or something like yeah. that. I went to go see that with my uncle actually, uh, and then I my mom took me to see Attack of the Clones on the last week it was in theaters. I literally waited that long just to go see Attack of the Clones. Uh, what else? Uh, and then yeah, of course, Revenge of the Sith on midnight. But yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that's how I grew with the franchise and love I it. See. Love it till this day, you know. Right. And uh, for me, personally, you know, like I think you know they're great films. Well, the original trilogy, trilogy of course. The new trilogy, I can't really say because I haven't really seen them as much. And like, that's kind of like my thoughts on the series is like it's a film series that I haven't really watched all that often. Like, the original set that I had, um, I sold it like, a, a yard sale or something like that, and right. I haven't had I haven't had Star Wars DVDs in a long time, but uh, uh, recently, you know, um, I don't know about you, but, like, my new sci-fi obsession has been Doctor Who. That's been, like, my big thing recently. But, yeah. you know, I, I still enjoy the Star Wars trilogy. I think they're great films, which, like, leads me to, like, my next uh, thing. Um, I, I think it'd be fun to, like... Uh, talk about like all four fil- all six films and like give c- kind of like our our thoughts on the films themselves starting with four uh, what do you think of episode four um episode four was uh was pretty decent and and minus all the cheap effects that you see here and there of it it's it's pretty solid film you know i think uh like char- like uh the characters are really well well developed and well like uh, likable to a sense like mm-hmm. I, I you know like uh, you, you know uh, you see this like relationship growing between like uh, Luke and Han which mm-hmm. is pretty cool in the beginning and they're gonna go look for Leia and it's very believable you know yeah like, it's a great series because like it does a great job of setting up this world and like establishing the relationships between the different characters and uh, it sets up you know a, a good story arc for mm-hmm. the rest of the series yeah it doesn't go too yeah it's not like a it's not like it it doesn't throw much at you and to make you all like um nerd and it's weird because people think oh it's really nerdy but really when you look at it like yeah there's people dressed in ridiculous stuff but it it's not like too out there where it's like oh yeah there's like a thousand other creatures they're mm-hmm. naming in one well, scene like, it's kind of hard to, like, call it a nerdy franchise, really, because, you know, you know, with Lucas, like, you know, I've seen a couple documentaries on, like, the making of Star Wars and such like that, and, you know, Lucas, you know, 
his film, you know, he took a lot of inspiration from a lot of, like, different films, like, uh, like think... Kurosawa's The Seven Samurai, and, uh, a, a, and, like, a bunch of old westerns and serials. Yeah, like, old series on there. like that. Yeah. So, like, 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 Star, like, like, Star Wars, like, uh, probably the whole series, but, like, I think with the first film, it's really evident that you can, like, uh, you know, see the influence of all these different things that Lucas was trying to do. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, uh, it uh, it has its uh, balance between action and dialogue, mm-hmm. and I think that's those are like one of those movies that balance. You know, when you have two those two things, and it really balances everything out and makes a really good film. But um, I think uh, I think the other great thing about it was um, I don't want to say character development. Uh, uh, I'm trying to try to find a good word for this, but. Um, like are you talking? About, are you talking about like the characters themselves and like the yeah, way they're written or something? Yeah, like uh, yeah, they're they're, they're very uh, li- likable to a sense, you know, like uh, and you understand where they're all coming from mm-hmm. and why they do the things they have to do, and yeah, and and, and, and like and it's like that really like Luke Sorg. I think everyone fits mm-hmm. under it. It's like um, the underdog destroying the big guy, and yeah, and uh, who couldn't like relate to that message you know? right and i you know for it's a pretty a well-loved film both by fans and by critics alike uh, critics you know tend to really love the film fact i actually bought my books with me to to read the reviews of uh the films and what they have to say about them so uh this is the dvd and video guide 2007 this is what they had to say about uh star wars 4 it says, May the Force be with you. Writer-director George Lucas blended the best of vintage pulp science fiction, old-fashioned fla- old cliffhangers, comic books, and classic fantasy to come up with the ultimate adventure a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I think that actually hits the nail on the head pretty yeah, well. Yeah, and if you think about Five it... Five stars is what they gave it to, and that's like the highest. Yeah, and it's great. It's like uh, every time you watch one of these movies, especially like the original ones, you want more of it. You're like, what happens next? Uh, you... It, it is like like that review said. It's a good cliffhanger, and it really it makes you want to keep going into the movie theaters and watching it. And this other book, which is a uh, Video Hound's Golden Movie Retriever Guide, says uh, the film set a new cinematic standard for realistic special effects, making many pre-Star Wars effects seem almost laughable in retrospect. Uh, I guess that's true. This review like mostly describes the plot of the film. To be honest with you, it doesn't really give a show to some apps. Well, it, it, it's mostly plot. It doesn't really talk about what makes the movie good itself. But yeah, yeah, four for the most part is generally considered a good film. Five, Empire Strikes Back is probably is generally regarded as like the best film in the Star Wars series. Would you I, tend to agree with that? So, uh, I, yes, and it, I think it's also known as like what one of the best sequels ever made, pretty much. Yeah, like, I, I don't think I don't think there's any right, denying that. It's up there with like Terminator Two is probably one of the best I, sequels ever. Godfather Part Two. Who knows? Dark Knight actually. Dark Knight would probably be in there yeah. too. Yeah, you know, um, I and many people might not know this, but I think that's one of my favorite movies of all time was Empire Strikes Back. And it's weird. And people ask me like, why do you think it's so popular? I'm like, you know, like I don't know. Like I really, it it's so great. It's better than like the like the better than four and six. But I could it be the fact that you know you see you're going more out to different universes, you know, or different planets and 
you're meeting new characters and some of those characters are really cool like Boba Fett and um, Calrissian uh, you know and you know, that's probably maybe why I really enjoy it and there's a lot of things happening it's it is such a short short, short span so much is happening it's like wow I, I, I can't believe this is happening and you go towards the end do we have to say spoilers to say the end? You can go end? into spoilers I, I, if you want. Just, you know, I, make I sure don't you think, label it I, as a spoiler. I, I don't think it's a spoiler if it's been, like, 20 years <laughs> since, you, since the first came out. Because I, I doubt it no more. Well, way. you're not talking about, like, the whole Luke, I'm your father. Yeah, yeah, right? I was yeah, thinking I, about that. I don't that. think you can really call okay. it a spoiler right. because that's pretty well cemented in popular culture okay. now. I mean, right. I mean, it's like... It's like trying to include a spoiler in Psycho. Everyone knows that Janet Lee dies in that movie pretty much. I, you know, I, I, I didn't know. Like, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was hoping you were getting it out of that. I mean, the shower uh, scene's like one of the most iconic uh, iconic scenes in movie history, you can okay. think about it. And so, is, yeah. so is Luke, I'm your father. Anyway, yeah. um, I, uh, were you going to say something about that? No, yeah. And I, I think that the big revelation at the end was pretty good. And actually, I, I think uh, Return of the Jedi has one of my favorite like lightsaber fights because it's it's like a very unexperienced Jedi going against a very experienced Sith Lord you know the and, master himself yeah huh? and I think it's pretty cool and you know and and uh and then you, you and then you go back and you rewatch this fight and you're like man this is father and son going at it like he's if you think about it Vader's not trying to kill Luke he's just like he's like hey I'm I'm gonna try to calm hopefully you calm down and realize hey like I'm just trying to here to help you, you know. I, I think it's kind of funny, and Luke keeps wanting to fight him. But uh, I think uh, that's a good one. Oh, and, and uh, I, I was gonna say, do you find it funny that like, um, you know, I think people there's like a general consensus that like Lucas directed all the Star Wars no. films when he he didn't direct uh, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it was Irvin, oh, what's his name? Irvin, uh, Ir, Irvin Kershner. And he died recently. Yeah, last uh, year or something I think like that. yeah, it's been a it's been a year. I, um, yeah, he yeah, Lucas like yeah again, Lucas didn't do these, and you can and then he, well, like, he directed like the first one. I think he probably directed the sixth one. He might have directed he, he directed is, all the prequels is he, too. Is he a producer then, or would he be like? He's like a writer, director, probably producer too. I doubt he did the writing because the writing was too good for this movie because. Um, it probably had one of my favorite lines, and it's funny. It's the one where... I was wrong. He actually did not direct episode six. Is this no. guy... Oh, Richard Marquand. Yeah. Never heard of him before. Um, uh, another great thing was about Empire Strikes Back, I think, that really piqued my interest was... Um, you see this on, on-screen uh, chemistry between Han and Leia? They, we all know eventually they be, they they fall Oh, yeah, that but, great line. Huh? Well, there's not just that great line, which what I'll get to right now, but, like, it's, like, this whole, like, bickering back and forth. Like, they're, like, Han's the whole time's like, I know you like me, and Leia's, like, totally denying it, but, you know, she really does. And then, um, yeah, that line where uh, Han Solo is about to be placed in carbonite, and then Leia loves, um, yells out, I love you, and he's like, I know. I'm like, how cool of a line is that? Well, that guy's uh, such funny, a... Like, uh... I was watching uh, another documentary or something on the making of Star Wars, and uh, they said that they were saying that that line wasn't in the script. That was just something that somebody Her- threw out there or something yeah. like that. Oh, uh, I thought it was Harrison Ford. He might have thrown it out there. Yeah. I don't remember what it was he- exactly, but yeah, that was not in the script. It, that just sounded like a total badass to me, man. That guy was like, it, it, in the way he's like the jock, but then again, he's just like that cool guy that's just like, 
He's just cool. He's just the coolest character like ever. George Lucas, it's like, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, not George Lucas, with Harrison Ford, it's like, there was that scene that was, you know, kind of thrown in there, and then there was that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where uh, they're in, where he's in that village trying to rescue Marion, and there's that guy with a sword, and he's like trying to challenge him to a sword fight, and he just like pulls out the gun and shoot yeah. him. That wasn't <laughs> the script either. That, um, uh, how that scene actually came about was like, I think Harrison Ford, he, had, he was having, like, diarrhea or some sort of, like, medical condition, and he had to get off the set. And so he just, like, threw this scene in there where he shoots the guy, and he ran off because he had that problem. Yeah. It was something along those lines. But, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, it's like oh, I wonder what else Harrison Ford's been in where he, he just, like, you know, improvised something like that and made it into the final project. Yeah, I, yeah, um, another cool character, Boba Fett, man. So he's like he's like he's silent but like deadly. He doesn't say a lot. You notice he yeah. he says a few words, but he he just he doesn't do much either. But he just looks like a total badass with his jetpack, his cool helmet, his body gear. I'm like that that is where the coolest character has ever been made on screen, which is Boba Fett. I um, but do yeah have you noticed though um, how those those original three compared to when. George actually directed and, and wrote the script the, well, for, uh, for the third. How bad they were! Well, yeah, uh, God. Well, we can talk about, about the no, we can talk about the prequels we... in a little bit, but yeah. um, um. So anyway, um, uh, uh, what Video Hound says about Empire Strikes Back? It says uh, it says it offers the same superb special effects and hearty plot as set by 1977's excellent Star Wars. Yeah, pretty pretty accurate description i think and then uh the dvd video guide says uh this one's actually a lot shorter it says it's more action-packed fun in that faraway galaxy a long time ago yeah it's a it's a pretty long i think uh with the star wars movies they're they're good go out they uh run for they're at least two hours yeah two hours and 30 minutes i'd say uh the first one drags on a lot but uh but when you watch empire is the same probably length time but you don't feel it because there's so much happening. Mm-hmm. There's so much action. Yeah, there's like, not much I can say about Empire by itself. Because it's the Star Wars film I've seen. It's the film in the series I've seen the least amount of times. But, uh, you know, like, of course I, I remember the classic battle on Hoth. I mean, that's like probably one of the greatest uh, battle scenes in, in film history, I'd probably say. Yeah. Well, at least American film history, I'd say. Probably has like, you know, two greatest lines in the movie cinema. Uh, you know, uh probably the coolest characters you you get introduced to Yoda, Boba Fett um, uh, that's where you see the Emperor for the first time and how evil he is it's so it's so he's so creepy I don't know even from a hologram he's, he's creepy and then yeah um, yeah and overall uh, yeah you meet like Cal, and then there's Calrissian who's a really yeah. cool sweet uh, how would you describe someone like one bad, one Swap, bad. Mo- I guess you'd yeah, say. Yeah, huh? one Very bad, mo- one bad mother jammer. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. He's, 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 he's right next to Shaft, man. To the coolest like gunslinger out there. Mm. But um, yeah, and uh, you know, and the ending. Once you the ending's horrible. It's not horrible. It's like. It's so gut wrenching because you're like, God, what, what the hell happens? Where's Han Solo? Do you think it's like a good? Do you think it's like a, a great setup and, and and like a good cliffhanger? So oh, watching oh. to watch episode six. Uh, oh yeah, it, it's one of those movies where you're just like, 
He was like, oh, come on. We're so close to the end. What's going on? We want to know what happens to Han. Because everyone knows what happens to Han. He's like the, the, the most favorite character on that that movie franchise. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so then... I think it's generally thought of that, like, four and five are considered to be, like, probably the best of the original... Uh, probably the best of the original trilogy. Like, I, I think it's kind of thought of, and I, I may be wrong on this, but, like, I, I, I think the kind of consensus on, um, on six is that it's good, but, like, six sort of, like, it, it, it was sort of, like, it marked the beginning of, like, Lucas going into the territory that prequels were, and that, like, you know, it introduced characters like the Ewoks, and, and maybe the dialogue was starting to get a, starting to, to become a little more lame. I, I, I may be wrong on that, but, like... No, I agree with that. I, I can't point out, like, certain scenes, I mean, people but, still uh, think... People still think that, that Six is a good film. It's just, like, I think the overall consensus is that, like, it's not necessarily the same quality that the other two films were. I think it's it's weird. Yeah, Leia from in Return of Jedi goes from 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 where from from good to like work like bad, really quick. I don't know why. It's really cool when she comes in dressed as a bounty hunter. She tries to get Han out, mm-hmm. and then you get the infamous golden, you know, the slave golden oh, yeah. bikini outfit, which is. By the way, it, this is another thing too. If I ever get married and if I had to go in a Halloween costume, it, it's gonna be my wife is gonna hopefully she's okay with it. She goes as Princess Leia in the golden bikini outfit. I go as Han Solo or something like that. <laughs> that, that, nice. that might that might not ever happen, but that's uh, just a goal. It, it's on my bucket list. It's but like a fantasy of yours, right? Going to Comic Con. There you go. Dressing as <laughs> at, at Comic Con or at least Halloween, you know. But nice. um, yeah, and it's weird. And then by like towards like the middle of the movie Return of the Jedi it's just like her acting like drops off a lot you know Carrie Fisher's it's just it's not that same bold woman you see in um, uh, Hope and uh, Empire so I don't know that I, Ewoks I was not a fan of I just thought they were little teddy bears running around the woods uh, there's no way in hell they could be stormtroopers that's that's there's no way okay that's like saying Indians could be cowboys because you know, with their bows and arrows, when cowboys have guns. But, uh, yeah, I I think everything, like, between Luke and Vader and Return and Emperor and Return Jedi was pretty good. Um, uh, this uh, heart, emo- this, this raw emotion that Luke has for Leia because he just found out he's his sister, he's afraid that she's going to be turned to the dark side, uh, people are going to die... He's very conflicted about that. Um, you see more. You see more Han Solo actually becoming more unselfish too. He's learning to love and care about another being. So besides himself, because you see that in the first two films, it's all about him. Yeah, it's all about him and his survival and not getting captured by Jabba. And so that already, you know, happened. But um, uh, yeah, the the cool. I think the. Well, well, well I was gonna say that like. I haven't, you know, seen the Star Wars films in a, a good amount of time. It's been a couple of years or, or so, but um, I, I don't think Six was that bad. I mean, oh, I, I kind of like Six. Oh no, it was still solid. It, it they had yeah, it, it, the battle scenes were pretty great. It's a solid movie, I'd yeah. say so. But um, you know, it's funny. I, I'm looking at this uh, the DVD video guide book for what they have to say about the film. No star rating. Uh, I mean, no actual like 
any sentence or two about what makes the film good. It's literally just a plot synopsis, but uh, they gave the film five stars, but they didn't explain why it was worthy of a, a five star. I, I would have gave it like a, at least a four and a half. Let's see what the other... Let's see what video hound has to Again, say. Again, Ewoks. If the, if I had to take off a star, it was because of Ewoks. I just couldn't. It freaked me out. Return of the Jedi. What does it say about this? Ewoks is watching like Gremlins or something like that. All right. Well, these guys. Uh, let's see. Well, hang on. I, I got to check something out real quick. Okay. Uh, these guys. They rate movies out of four stars. They gave the Return of the Jedi three and a half stars. Uh, it says. Yeah, not a whole lot to say about this one either. It says the special effects are still spectacular, even the third time around. But that's really all it has to say about the film. Um, actually, I didn't check this. Check what did they give Empire Strikes Back? Uh, uh, ten stars. <laughs> gave it four stars, which is their highest rating. So um, I would have gave it ten. Now, are we saying that's like your favorite film of all time, or, or it, it's one of your favorites? It's films? one of my favorite of all times. I, if I had a list, that'd be probably like number one. You know, you know, I think Frank Connick from Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, said it best about, like, the Star Wars films. Um, he, it was something like, um, it was like Star Wars Day or uh, Star Wars Week or something like that. And uh, he was saying, um, he, his, his Facebook status was something like, oh, it's Star Wars Week. So you're going to have one day that's really good, uh, followed by an even better day, followed by a not-so-great day. Is he referring to Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> no, he was talking about, like... He was talking about the quality of the films, but, uh, but using, like, the day of the week. Saying, like, you know, the first film, episode four, which would be the first day of the week, is going to be really good. Second day, which is The Empire Strikes Back, is going to be even better than the first day. Mm-hmm. The third film is going to be not so great. The third day is going to be not so great. But then, uh, talks about, uh, the, the, uh, the films that I'm sure you want to talk a lot about. He said... The, the prequels, which are going to, which you know, in terms of days, are going to be three crappy days. Uh. Which, um, you know, actually, I want to say something uh, about the prequels and kind of about, like, Star Wars in general. And that's, like, I think in the minds of certain critics, Star Wars is a film franchise that's kind of untouchable, I exactly. think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, um... You know, it's, it's a film series that people don't want to say really bad things about. And I was in high school and, like, middle school and, like, the prequels were coming out. And I would hear from, you know, like, Star Wars fans, like, oh, these movies were terrible. These were just god-awful films. And, you know, I, I would, you know hear critics, you know, say that the films were actually really good. And, like, in the books, for example, DVD Movie Guide, all six movies are given five stars. All six films in the series are given five stars. (laughs) Video Hound, Empire Strikes Back's given four stars. Uh, um, Return of the Jedi was uh, three and a half, I believe I said. And the rest of the films, uh, let me see here. Here, I think War- you said Empire okay. was four. Well, no, Star Wars was four. Episode one was three stars. Episode two, three stars. Okay. And then episode three, three stars. Mm. So, like, it seems like even though there is a lot of hatred for these films, there's still a lot of critical acclaim. And it was hard for me growing up in high school because, you know, I would hear from people about how bad these films were. And then 
you know, you hear from critics about how great these films are, and, you know, it's hard for me to talk about the films, because I haven't seen them in such a long time. You've probably seen them, seen uh, the films a lot more than I have. Oh, yeah. I have to say about the prequels. I, well, when it comes to, like... Well, well there was when, one thing I know you told me. I think you were saying that, like, your favorite of the prequels is probably part two. Yeah, and when I, when I first saw those three, I thought they were, were pretty amazing. I, you know, like, um, from Phantom to Revenge, but, um... After a while, and after rewatching it a couple of times, it's it's not that great, and and a lot of people told me they weren't great, and I didn't take their points, whatever, because I well, love yeah, those because movies. It was, it was kind of yeah. hard to like take people's opinion because it's like, oh, you know, they're Star Wars fans; they're going to be biased about anything. That's well, not no, no, they're not fans. Star. Yeah, they're not Star Wars fans. Oh, you heard from non-Star Wars fans. Well, yeah, from both, you know, and then. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I was from Nostalgia. They're like, "Oh, dude, that movie sucked." And I was like, "Okay, whatever. I can't take your opinion." But then again, when I went back and and watched, uh, especially Revenge of the Sith, I was like, "Like, this is kind of bad." And I'm like, "Why is it so bad?" And like, like the the writing was terrible. The 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 pace of the movie was pretty bad. Uh, it it ended up at the end with a big disappointment it's like one of those movies where it's it's really good throughout the whole movie right are you talking about part three right now yeah well not about part three but in general okay like, they all each of each of the endings just were a big letdown i guess in a way like it's kind of like it's like super eight you know like super eight throughout the whole movie was solid mm-hmm. and then i knew some people were like discouraged at the end because yeah. it's very cheesy think about that kind of letdown at the end with with these these three Star Wars movies, it was like that. They, they were pretty solid, you know. But uh, at the end, and, and it kept you going watching. But at the end, you were just like the payoff was horrible. Um, I don't. Yeah, Attack of the Clones was probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, maybe due to the fact it's more, it was more fast paced. Like um, Phantom Menace, first of all, it was way too long. Uh, the the whole desert, the whole desert. Uh, uh, like duration of the movie was uh-huh. was this irate. I was like, God, how long are we gonna be here on Tatooine, watching Anakin try to build a pod race, a pod racer, and him racing it? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, Director Vince was the worst part of it. But uh, yeah, and then you know there was hardly any action. I think you got the first the first couple minutes going into him when they're when Obi Wan and Qui Gon are on the. The, the, the Federation ship and then when they um, get to the main palace and they're trying to fight off you know they're trying to get into the uh, palace to yeah. get Queen Maladala there's that scene uh, Darth Maul jumping off the or J- J- Darth Maul meeting them in the desert fighting yeah and then yeah and then you got the course you got the the end you know you know the Jedi fight and the start the, the space battle but that was it, you know? And then between that, it was, like, all dialogue. And there was a few, you know, there was a few, like, the pod racing scene, but I hate seeing racing scenes, you know, like car tra- car chases and whatever. I think that's under my book. But, um, yeah, but, you know, I who could not forget that battle at the end, you know? I think that's the only thing that saved that movie. Um, I actually wish I would have saw a lot more of Qui-Gon. That would have been pretty cool, honestly. He was my favorite. He was kind of a cool Jedi, and I'm like... It would, that it would have been nice to see him a couple, a few, uh, maybe another movie longer, you know, and, but they didn't, so they killed him off at the end. Um, 
yeah, Attack of the Clones just went the whole different direction. It was like, okay, let's put all action, put a few dialogue, you know. It was it was viable. It was very, like, you can buy into it, you know? Mm-hmm. I... Anakin just seemed like a bitch, man, the whole time. It was like, it was like nagging. It was like, I'm like, what are you nagging about, dude? You just got rescued from the desert. I, I would have loved to get out of the desert and go to the city with air conditioning and other people around you. There's, you know, he's bitching about his mom mm. and shit like that. I'm just like, come on. Really? Um, so, yeah, I'll... Revenge of the Sith. Okay, and, and, you know, the whole creating the clones... Uh, was pretty cool seeing that. You know how you see how the stormtroopers mm. pretty much come to come alive. Uh, who else? Uh, oh yeah, you meet Bu- uh, Jango Fett, uh, who's Boba Fett's father, and then you Did see you little battle at Geonosis was probably the best part of the second film. Or? Yeah, that was yeah, and that, that was the most solid thing about it too. And the whole Yoda, um, the Dark Tyrannus uh, fight scene was pretty deep, pretty good. It was nice to see Yoda like. Get off his king, start whooping some ass, and uh, you got that scene. Um, yeah, and then, and then you know at the end, uh, uh, Amidala and Anakin get married, and then it leaves you with that cliffhanger. You know, like, ooh, he just broke the biggest Jedi rule. Yeah. You know, in the book. You're oh like, yeah, that's right. And you're like, what the hell is gonna happen? And you're, and then you go into the Red of the Sith, and you're you're all pumped up. You're like. Oh my gosh, this is it. This is where Jedi die. This is where where Anakin goes to the dark side. This is where Obi-Wan goes goes out to the desert and live out his remaining of his life. And it was not a it was not a good movie, period. Yeah. Like again I said, bad writing. Uh the pace of the movie was kind of um on and off because you had it from like and then I think the big uh, pace was because you see Anakin in different moods. I swear to God, it's like Whiplash. He's he's fine the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. Yes, I'm still on the good side. I'm still a Jedi. I'm going to do whatever it takes to do it. And then he's like, no, 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 you're evil. You know, and then I'm going to turn to the dark side. It was just like, really? Like, if you're going to stay on one side, be at least, like, deceitful to the Jedi and stay on the dark side, you know? Make it mm-hmm. act like you're, you still, you know, you love the Jedi. But... Um, it's actually funny you say that about three because three is generally regarded as like the best of the prequels. Really? Yeah. I have not heard. I'm gonna be really honest with you. Have not heard that. Besides you saying that, never heard it. Oh really? Yeah. Well, DVD video guy here it says. Uh, what do they say about? Um, actually, um, actually, I kind of want to go through these books and uh, see what it says about like all the original prequels. Uh, episode one again, five stars. It says, it says, uh... I would have gave it maybe like three and a half. says, this prequel to writer-director George Lucas' 1977 hit ranks high in the series, second only to the original. I don't buy it. With its eye-popping special effects and fine performances, this all-ages entertainment actually lives up to its nearly overwhelming media hype. Is this a blind guy that's writing this? Because I don't, I don't think he knows what he saw. Did he not see Jar Jar Binks? Did he not? Like I don't, I, I don't really know. Was like, that not a half a star, like a, a, a good whole star taken away? Like, it's kind of hard for me to talk about the original trilogy because, like I was saying, I haven't seen the Star Wars films in years, and when I saw the original trilogies, you know, because I was surrounded by a bunch of Star Wars fans, it was like, oh, these are great films. So my thinking was, these are great films, you know, with 
how much I've heard about the original films, perhaps my mindset would be different if I watched them nowadays, but, uh, like, I, I don't know, like, I, 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 I think you're right, I think we should have, like, a Star Wars marathon someday, watch all six hey, films. If, if we could have done, if we did a Lord of the Rings marathon... Which was, which was epic. Seriously, though, we, we did a Lord of the Rings marathon. I think we started, like, late in the afternoon, did not end till like, one, one in the morning. The morning. Yeah. Oh, God. We were so, like, determined to watch all of them. Okay, anyway, so... I, I, I don't believe this. Second only to the original? Uh, that's I, crazy. Why? What, what, what was so great about the movie? I want to know this guy's... I really think a blind guy wrote this. There's no way uh, you could... You could See all that? Here's what it says about episode two. Again, five stars. It says, um, it says writer-director George Lucas nicely balances intimate moments with the large-scale action scenes, which are eye-poppingly spectacular. Yeah. What do you think about that? Nope. <laughs> you know, Don't think. Well, okay, so here's what I was saying about episode three. This is what it says in this book. It says, Hit me. Uh, what's amazing about this spectacular film is that we already know every significant plot point and it still manages to surprise and entertain us. It doesn't hurt that the special effects are awe-inspiring and that the performances are excellent in, in this installment, which essentially brings the story full circle. Bravo, George Lucas. You did it your way. I... And here, here, going back to, like, you know how no, everything's going to happen. Um, yeah. The, the whole killing off the Jedi thing, you know, you think... When you hear Obi-Wan first say it, you know, he, in uh, New Hope, he's like, you know, Vader killed and hunted down the Jedi. You think it made it sound like so much cooler, and then when you watch it, you're like, really? The clones literally went, did a 180, and we're like, okay, we're just going to kill them off because we're, we, we, we outnumber them way, you know, mm -hmm. one to like a thousand clone troops. But, um, yeah, the you know what's going to happen, but it's not, it's not the payout's not as you think it would be. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's I like, would agree with what they were saying, because I remember seeing that in theaters, and I remember, you know, really enjoying the film, because, you know, yeah, you know, you, you know, we know for a fact that Anakin is going to become Darth Vader, and, but, um, like, the big question I was wondering was, how was Padme going to die? That was, like, my big question when I went and saw the film. Her BS, like, I have no reason to live crap, where it, she... That killed her? I'm like, really? That really happened? I don't remember that's that. Like, that's like the scene in Thor where um, Odin's like, Loki says something to Odin like, I can't believe you. I put my trust in you. And then he mysteriously collapsed. You're like, yeah. you're like wait, what? <laughs> he just said some words and he's just going to collapse on the stairs and then he's in a coma for the whole movie? I'm like, that's BS. That, that's got to be... Oh, that, don't even get me started on that scene. And the whole crap, like... Well, I'm saying, she, like, she if you said that, that kind of sounds like, uh... It sounds like something you hear out of a Nicholas Sparks novel or something no, like she, that. She literally, she, um... The, the, the Dr. Robot's, like... She, oh, yeah. She, he's, yeah. like, he literally tells her she has no desire to live. Like, her, her... Her reason to being alive is non-existent. I'm like, what? How, how do you... How do you tell me this? This is the girl who went through all kinds of hell. Yeah. She, one, she almost got assassinated twice. Uh, she had her whole, her whole planet overruled by droids. She she and then she she's in an arena, about to be killed by some vicious animal, and, and she and and then it comes to this scene, she she can't do it. She she can't live. She can't keep going. But what kind of reason is that? 
Anakin broke her heart. What, what kind of shit? No, that you're right. That's a Nicholas Sparks crap right there. Sure. My God. Well, anyway, um, here's what Video Ham has to say about the prequels. Uh, episode one, Three Bones. It's, the book's a dog. You know, the cover, the cover yeah. book has a dog. They use bones instead of stars. But, you know, Three Bones, Three Stars, the same thing. Um, it says, episode one, the special effects are all they're cracked up to be. Practically, practically the whole thing is computer generated, but doesn't look it. Right, kind of disagree with that. Yeah. And the action scenes have the zip and excitement you'd expect. The characters and story may aim a little more at kids than some would like, but those kids will be the teenagers that flock to see the next two. Some plot holes, but that's to be expected in the first installment of a trilogy. Uh, let let me go with the how it looks. The, the movie looks amazing because of all the graphics and everything. It's um, it's not that great. Like, it, it, it feels weird because when you go from, like, uh, New Hope where um, everything's, like, enclosed or, um, you know, they're, like, on a Death Star compared to, like, mm-hmm. when they're on Coruscant, it looks different. The feel of the movie is really different. And and honestly, it's probably George Lucas' fault. Like, he, well, not really his fault, but he just found a new way to make a movie. Um, it didn't have that same feel. I, I get, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't buy that, and... Well, like, it's like the whole argument about Indiana Jones 4, which I'm probably going to get some hate for this, but I actually kind of like that movie, but, but that's a different argument for a different day. It's a different argument for a different day, but, yeah. um, like, people complained about the overuse of CGI in that film, and I would agree there is a lot of, there is, you know, definitely too much CGI, and the, I think that's a, a complaint people had about the prequels, is that it was too CGI, right? To... Yeah, it, it was, so, it was, like, really big, like, you're like, you're like, I can't believe it, like, they literally went to a, you know, New Hope, they went to a desert to film this thing, they're, they're in a, in a storage house over there at Lucas, at, at uh, Skywalker Ranch filming this thing, you yeah. know, like, I'm like, I can't, I don't, you know. Um, it, back to Revenge of the Sith, though, really. Well, um, I was going to say, here's um, what uh, this book has to say about episode two. Again, three stars. It says, uh, let's see, where should I start this? It says, the romance angle so touted in the pre-release hype seems forced due to a lack of chemistry yes. between the two leads, but everything else is spectacular. The exposition is handled much better than in episode one, and the action set pieces are well done and superbly choreographed. Christian sh- uh, Christensen shows br- shows brief flashes of personality changes to come in Anakin, but his performance is uneven. Is uneven. Yeah. Jackson finally gets to show what he's got is the baddest Jedi this side of Yoda. One bad mother jam. Okay, here here's my th- yeah, and I, I I I swear it. I think. I don't know if it's Natalie Portman's fault, but uh, she has really bad on chemistry moments. Period. In every movie she's in. Oh yeah. Or uh, what was the other one with Ashton Kutcher? Uh, oh, friends. Fre- no, I was gonna good. say friends with benefit. Can we do? We to say friends with benefit because that's, that's all. Oh, that's no strings. Right? No, was, uh, no, no strings attached. attached. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, Black Swan. She has. She's very awkward. I don't know. 
I think in Black Swan, that was kind of what the character was supposed yeah, to be. But, uh, but uh, she just has a bad type. The guy who played, played Anakin. Hayden uh, Christensen? Yeah. Um, There's only one movie I've seen that I actually, that I thought he did. He has no movie career. I'm not even kidding. I don't think he has a movie career right now. He did a really good movie called Shattered Glass, which I watched in the journalism class. That was actually, that, that was a good film. That's like the only film I've seen of him that was actually really good. And he they're actually like, was decent. They're like, how can we develop this, this character in three movies as fast as possible? Because that's all it was. It was like, it was like, okay, we got three movies to make him bad. How are we gonna do it? We're gonna do one big jump from between one and two, where he's he's taking a total personality change mm-hmm. from a from a little boy who's innocent and who's obedient to this kid, then this teenager, I guess you would say, to being an arrogant, moany teenager. I couldn't take it anymore, and. And it was just awkward when you see them and between their chemistry and, um, um, uh, between the chemistry between the Anakin and Padme. But, uh, th- yeah, that's the thing I couldn't buy. If you watch this one scene where, so Anakin just became on the dark side. He's totally converted. Padme goes to, uh, the Mustafar system, which is, like, the volcanic planet. Oh, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's like cry because he's like I don't know you anymore, and well, I'm like, Anakin, you're breaking my heart. Like, come on, really? That's all. That you... I remember about the film. The, the way no, she because that, that was like was yeah. really bad. Oh yeah, anyone That's... remember that one? Because that was a freaking trailer for like the TV spots where like for like but three months. I, I just remember that particular line was like really badly delivered, and I was just like, no, I don't really believe this. Oh no, that just hit Ian McGregor's lines are off. Samuel Jackson's lines are off. Um, it's just yeah, it was it was just really forced, and, and they were just trying to do it as fast as they could. Did it succeed when it came to critics? In my opinion, probably not. Did it well, make? They didn't. I mean, well, you know, in some circles, the um, the prequels are pretty critically acclaimed. Like, I don't know what the Rotten Tomatoes percentage yeah. is actually. Uh, actually, I can probably look that up right yeah. now. Yeah, um, I think. Uh, but um, actually, before I do that, um. I want to read what they I can, say about... I actually could look that up. You right probably now. could, but um, yeah, I, I wanted to read what they say about episode three in, uh, in this book. Um, okay, again, three bones, three stars, same thing. It says... Um, okay, it says, The end chapter of Lucas's prequel trilogy is appropriately dark with Lucas's trademark great battle scenes and at times laughable dialogue and direction. Wrap some elements up neatly, but leave some major logic holes as well. Mm-hmm. I think that I actually kind of think think that review is actually pretty good because it's actually a, a lot more critical of you, of, the, of the prequel. Are you ready it. for the percentages? Yeah. What's okay. Mm-hmm. Em- episode three, render the Sith, eighty percent. Eighty percent. Attack of Clones, sixty-seven. Um, why, why is Phantom Menace not on here? Is it not really on there? That's weird because I just talked about Star Wars, but oh, there it is, sixty-one uh, percent. All right. Well, that actually makes sense because okay. it's like I was saying, the prequels are pretty well, are pretty well liked by critics. Critics yeah. generally thought it was the best of the prequel trilogy. I was surprised you never heard of that before. No, I, you know, not really. But um, I, I just think he digs. I think. Uh, what are the, actually, uh, like I actually, said, I'm, I was gonna say, uh, what are the do you have the, the percentages of the original, the original films? Oh, yeah. They were pretty high, too. Uh, but like I was going to say, uh, did did he, like, succeed with critics? No. But did he succeed with, like, when it came to money and all that? Oh, yeah. Like, he totally did. And 
Honestly, people my, were excited for those films. I well, mean, in my well, opinion, like I remember on Conan, you know, they did that the bit where Triumph the Insult Comic Dog went to the theater in New York for for the people lining up, and um, he was basically there uh, making fun of people. Like, yeah. for me, it was funny because like Star Wars, I think for the prequels at least. I don't know if it was like this for the original films, but like. The prequels were, like, one of the first instances I'd heard of, like, people camping outside a theater for a film. Like, I think before Star Wars, I'd never heard of people doing that for a film. Well, you gotta, you gotta understand, um, um, uh, if you wanna, I'll, I'll answer that question right now, but really quick, um, oh, yeah, oh, do, do you sorry, have... uh, uh, New Hope, New Hope, 94, okay, uh, Return of the Jedi, 79, and Empire Strikes Back, 97. Okay. Um, but yeah, back to the camping thing. Um, no one knew how big it was going to be when the first one came out. Mm-hmm. And even after that, I think people were still skeptical to a point. And so I don't think camping was a huge big back thing back then. I could see lines like... Uh, like the the night thing, yeah, the midnight yeah, showing. Like, you know, for, but for I don't think there'd be... Yeah, I don't think like, there'd be camping. Uh... But I don't I don't know when that became a trend. I think maybe Star Wars was you know, whenever maybe there was a new. I one. think I've noticed that. I think I noticed that was when it started. Yeah, like, the, the whole camp. Yeah, like everyone, the whole camping out yeah. for like a week at the theater before for, the film comes out. Yeah. Or so uh, now it's just it's yeah. gone to the ridiculous. Like there's, I'm not even killing kidding you. I think, uh, I think it was the latest Twilight movie. I think. There was literally a city of tents. Uh, I'm not joking. A city of tents of just like nine-year-old girls camping out with their moms. Makes and sense. I'm just like, really? You're, yeah. you're not going to put your kid through school right now? You're not going to take your, your daughter to school yeah, yeah. to see a stupid movie? Well, Twilight would probably be a good topic for like a different oh, podcast or something like that. I but, like um, to defend that one of these days because people... I get a lot of hate. That's all I got to say. I was going to say, um, did you ever go to any of the midnight screenings of any of the... Um, the prequel Star Wars film? Uh, just Revenge. Just Revenge? Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't go to the midnight screening. I went to the... I, I went to see it on, like, the first day it was open. Um, when you went and saw it, were there, like, people dressed up in costumes? Oh, and, dude, there was people in costumes, lightsabers galore. Um, <laughs> I was... I, I told several friends of mine, because I knew they were black and they were bald. I'm like, dude... You should go to I was like, Mace Windu? Yeah, I was like, dude... <laughs> Go as Mace Windu, get the purple lightsaber, do it. And I'm like, they're like, I'm like, dude, you're being racist. I was like, no, I'm not being racist. I'm just saying, you look a, you'll be a great Windu. But but besides that though, um, well, I, I was gonna say when I went and saw it, um, there were like three kids who brought in lightsabers, and there was like a guy that came and dressed like Darth Vader. That was about it. Harry Potter is worse. I'm gonna tell you that right now. It, Harry uh, Potter is so bad. We're well, talking about Harry Potter later, but um. Well, I just remembered this when I went and saw when I went and saw part two I think it might have been like I think it was like the first week or so it was open we went with the family I think like first week or second week it was open it was probably the first week because it was a packed theater like like you know it was filled to capacity uh-huh. and I don't I don't remember there was anybody dressing up but like I remember like the, the, the I remember like that first scene where Yoda is like fighting um Count Dooku. The theater went nuts at that. Oh scene. yeah, I, I wish I was in the theater when that happened. But like again, I went and like, I'm not even kidding you. I think it was the last week um, my theater in town was gonna have an uh, attack, mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
begging my mom. I'm like, Mom, I want to go see this. And I have friends that want to go see it. And she's like, fine, I'll take you. And I was literally the only one in there. Um, I'm taking a look at the time. We've been talking for about an hour and eight minutes. Do you want to uh, wrap this up? I, um, or you wanna, I think uh, I'm just... I think I'm just going to sum up his whole thing, period. Um, though this last attempt at a trilogy failed miserably, his Attack of the Clone series, I must say, is pretty good, though. That was a topic I was hoping to get into, was, like, other forms of media in Star Wars. Like, it, like I know yeah. there have been, like, two cartoon series, and, like, yeah. there's, like, all the video Well, one's a reboot, actually, yeah. One, one was a re... Uh, there was, I think, two Clone Wars... But one of, yeah, but they they went for the animation is totally different compared yeah, to yeah. One the, was the, the first one I saw was the hand drawn animation style by uh, can't remember that that it, guy's name Jendi Tartabowski or something like that. Same yeah. guy who did the Powerpuff Girls and Samurai Jack. But uh, wow, I, I was actually surprised you you weren't a big fan of that series. Uh, no, I I, wa- I watched it, but like it, it it didn't look great. You know, it looked Anakin's chin was like huge. It was it was really bad. I but, thought it was okay but I, again you know that, that was back when I was in high school but, and everyone was like big Star yeah. Wars fans but this latest one I haven't like, seen any of the new episodes yeah I only seen the first season but I heard it's pretty well done and probably the best thing after the the the, re, the um, prequels but you know yeah games is another big thing he's hit on um Galore. Oh, yeah. yeah, there have been some great Star Wars games over the years. The, the I, Knights I of the Old Republic it. is the, the best, the best of the. Yeah, I'd probably say that too. The great game on the Xbox. But yeah, you know, I'm, but in the end, I understand why he does it. It's his. But in the end, I. Uh, I we. Who? I, I think. I, I think a, go, a good way to end this podcast would be like uh, to give our thoughts on the Star Wars series as a whole, and like. Sort of like give our overall thoughts on what Star Wars is and uh, yeah. what it means to us. To to me, it's 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 my childhood. It's it's something I love and adore till this day. And by God, I'll die loving Star Wars. Um, uh, he th- that movie thing just changed how movie making's done. Period. And I see why. Um, is George Lucas a bad guy? No. Is he great at doing movies? Yeah, he's he's okay. But just, just my my end would be thing thing would be this. Just don't, don't act with it. Come on, it, it's not needed at all. But I I would love an explanation, but there's no way I'm gonna get it. But uh, yeah. What do, what do you think? I think for me, um, even though I haven't seen the films in a long time, you know. Being, you know, a big guy into, like, nerd culture and stuff like that, the, the impact Star Wars has had on filmmaking and just, like, nerd culture in general is undeniable. I mean, I mean, I think, yeah, previous to Star Wars, there were, you know... You know, Doctor Who, for example, is the longest-running science fiction show, but, like... And, you know, I think maybe because we don't don't live in the UK and maybe, like, they don't show their... their um, their love for fan bases as big as they do here and i could be wrong on that if i'm wrong correct me but like it seems that like star wars was like one of the first well well actually star trek too now that i think about it but i don't think star trek became like a big thing until it was like shown in syndication on like the 70s i could yeah. be wrong on that again but uh but it seems like star wars was like one of the first times you're like nerd culture really started to emerge that's when you had like you know people buying like the action figures and wanting to 
be these characters and yeah. wanting to, you know, like immerse themselves in this world. And, and I think that's the great thing about Star Wars is that it trans it it, it, it trans the Star Wars like truly is like its own its own universe. Like again, to compare it to like Doctor Who, for example, Doctor Who, yeah, you know, they use the TARDIS to go back to other planets and stuff like that. But like at least in the stuff I've seen, the new series, you never really get enough time to feel... It's like... Like, it doesn't seem like there's any major planets in the Doctor Who universe. That it's like consistent. Exactly, that are consistent. It's like, you know, the major thing about Doctor Who is, you know, you have the character of the Doctor and then the TARDIS, and there's a companion, and there's, you know, the, the classic enemies like the Daleks and... Cyberman. The, the Cybermen. But with the Star Wars... It really is a whole other universe with all these planets, and it's, you know, the fact that Star Wars has been able to transcend into so many other forms, like, you've got, you've got these book series that talk about what happened before episode one, in between episode one, after episode two, before episode two, after the episode six, it's, and, you know, and not only books, but, you know, you've got video games that tie into the Star Wars mm -hmm. universe, and there's so many great games, I think... I think overall, I do like, I do love, I do really enjoy the Star Wars films. It was probably one of the first times where, like, I started, like, getting really into, like, into to nerd culture and stuff like that, and I think they're a great film series. I, you know, think they really have stood the test of time, and mm -hmm. I would go so far as to say that they are kind of classic American films. It, it may sound crazy to say that, but, you know, I would, I would, you know throw it up there as, like, you know, classic genre-defined uh, cinema, pretty uh, much. I think, you know, I think in Star Wars you can really, like, see, like, the impact of, of like, science fiction and, like, I, I just think, like, oh, I just think overall that, like, you know, they're, they're, they're just great films overall, and I think they they really kind of transcend the test of time. I mean, yeah. it's, they're the, they're the sort of films that you can, you know, show kids and you get the same and you know you feel like a kid when you watch them again yeah it's it brick and I, it brings people together i think uh star wars brought me and my uncle closer we and that's when we started to love movies even more because mm -hmm. we like that one we're like hey what else do we like yeah and it, it you know and like you said yeah it it it's one of those movies that defines everything and, and you know what and it's being saved for history because i think uh I believe uh, Empire just got put into the uh, can't uh, know the exam, the, but the Library of Congress. Yeah, like it was, it's right? like it, or it's like the archive, and oh, it's yeah, like right. they save their movie, like the best movies, uh, the most memorable ones that that define everything. Well, that, that's I think that's kind of what I was trying to say was like you know the fact that that you brought that up, you know, it's it, it's in there with like films, it's in there with classic American films like. Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Gone with the Wind and Citizen Kane. And Casablanca. Casablanca probably too, you know. Like, the, the fact that these films are in there say something about the impact that they have on the audience. And and I, I'm mostly talking about the original films here. The prequels, like I said, I haven't seen in a long time. But if I saw them today, I would probably think they were pretty bad. But, like, there's so much love for the original films. And I think for a great reason. I think, you know, it's a great classic film series and it's it's surprising you know when you when, when i run a lot of people who say that they've never seen the, the who've never seen the the star wars films i kind of view them as like 
uh, 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 as like people say, like you're not truly an American until you've seen like The Wizard of Oz or something like that. Yeah. So, or your face telling me I'm not American. I haven't seen Matlock. Uh, <laughs> but um, like I think Star Wars is actually up there. Like I, th- I think it is kind of class- a, a classic American film and. One you that have, people need to see it. You have to live in Cuba not to know what Star Wars is. Because I think Cuba, they don't even, they just heard of what the Beatles are. Imagine. They just heard the Beatles, like, for the first time ever in their lives. Oh, but, really? Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. But... I guess they banned the Beatles from Cuba. But anyway. That, well, um, well, most things are banned in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you have to live under a rock not to hear about Star Wars. It, you know, it, it, and then going back, like, it's a science fi movie that, uh, it's a sci fi movie that, it's compared up to what God of the Wind, you know, that mm-hmm. memorable. And it's crazy. It, you never think sci-fi. The least thing, no one takes that seriously. Oh, yeah, like, for years, people, you know, for a long time, sci-fi, sci-fi was thought, sci-fi and horror in general, you know, those two films especially, I'd say, were thought of as, like, you know, being, like, trash and meant for, like, the uneducated. But something like Star Wars comes along smart, intelligent, a lot of uh, heart behind it, yeah. you know. It's crazy how it can be up there with, like, one of the best films. Like, I think this is the, like, you can say this for Star Wars. It was nominated for Best Picture, the original was, in 1977, but it lost to Woody Allen in Annie Hall. Uh. I think that's, you know, saying something. When you're up against Annie Hall, which I think is one of the finest films ever made. I think people were surprised, like, Dark Knight wasn't nominated for Best Picture that year. Like, Mm -hmm. that... That you know, like you're you're surprised, like, and then you see like movies like Avatar, another sci-fi movie nominated for, for best picture, with a simple complex story, and yeah. it's 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 sci-fi again, it's sci-fi, but like, it's up there. It, it's getting serious consideration from people who who are very up in the, uh, in the world in entertainment, you know, from critics. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've uh, talked about the world of Star Wars long enough. We're going on an hour and a half here, which uh, kind of a shame because I was hoping we could talk about more about like uh, the uh, our experience with like maybe Star Wars video games or books or something like that. I, but um, yeah, I actually haven't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I haven't played a lot of the the games actually. Mm-hmm. So. I, I played a few, but um, but anyways, um, if you guys made it this far, thanks for listening yeah, to thank our you. unscripted rant on the Star Wars series at large. If you guys uh, agree, disagree with our thoughts on the Star Wars films, there's a couple ways you can let us know your thoughts. Leave a comment on my blog, thelascotycorner.wordpress.com, or you can find me on Facebook. Just uh, search for Ryan Lascoti, and uh, you'll see my official fan page. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Lascoti. You can follow Brian on Twitter uh, at, uh, what is it, Brian? Uh, my Twitter is uh, Brian Escobar 23 at twitter.com. If you disagree with our thoughts on the Star Wars films, prequels, anything we talked about, leave a comment on one of those uh, sites. Uh, we may create a fan page for this, um, this podcast, too. Um, at the moment, this is just something we started up. But um, actually, yeah, one, one other thing I was going to talk about was uh, if any of you have any tips or advice you can give us on how to make our podcast more professional i don't know how the audio is going to come out because we're just using the on mic we're just using the computer we're just using the mic that's on this computer but uh if you have any tips or tidbits please share i would really like to hear what we could possibly do to make this better but um once again thanks for watching check out the blog lascotycorner.wordpress.com or facebook twitter find us on there uh 
I'm Ryan Lascotti. I'm Brian Escobar. And thank you for checking out Two Nerdy Guys, and uh, we'll see you guys probably next week with uh, with a brand new episode. What we're going to talk about yet, we don't know, but uh, stay tuned. And thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.